You think? You think Logan Paul will sponsor us? I hope he does. I mean, we're drinking his shit, so it's good. I don't think it's shit. You knew what I meant. (laughs) I know. I'm just. I'm just. We're drinking that prime. We're getting primed with the prime. I like these camera views. You like this shirt, the salmon color. I like that. I know. Is that the new hat that you? You like it? On your trip? What's it say? Eagle Head Outdoors. All right. Shout out to Eagle Head Outdoors. It's fancy. If you're listening, Mason, Josh, Bob, Adam, Matt, you guys rock. You guys rock. Probably had one of the most fun weekends I've had in a long time for different reasons than like... Cause it sounds bad. Like, yeah, I've gone on like vacations with my wife, and I'm like, no, this was the best time. Like, <laughs> hey, you're, me, ba- you're backtracking. Yeah, I'm that. backtracking a bit, but best, uh, really, just awesome experience. So, Eagle Head Outdoors, shout out. We love you. Nice. Shall we uh, get started? I think we're kind of already started, but I should kick things off. Well, hold on. Before we kick things, I wish we had this. Like, I could phase up to this. I mean, like, look at look what Hayden did. Hey. This I looks like sick. It. It's, it's pretty. Sharp, this looks man. sick. I know you. I know you posted something about it, uh, but I hadn't seen it in person yet. Get listeners and viewers. So I'm as stoked as you are to see these letters and just see this this whole vibe we're going with. I know you're not going to be surprised when I say this, but I'm still not quite done yet. I know. <laughs> I'm always trying to uh, tweak things. It's a blessing and a curse, but well, it's all good. Welcome to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. I stole the thunder from you there. No, you didn't. I'm your co-host, Cole. And I'm your host, Hayden Huber. You're supposed to say co-host. I said co-host. Well. Rewind the tape. You make me feel inferior when you say that. I'm the host. Damn it. All right. We'll argue about this later. I'll arm wrestle you for it and you'll lose. Uh, Anyway, welcome to another episode. I'm excited. I think we keep saying that, but... Honestly, every time I come to the studio or do it remotely, I am excited to be recording. I just enjoy it. This is fun. And also seeing the changes and seeing the feedback. I mean, we're getting a lot of good feedback from our listeners. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, that's why we built this studio this way. Like the energy walking in, like you you feel excited. You feel uh, like you're ready to go. Yeah. Did you like that? <gasps> yeah, like you're you're gonna run through a wall yeah. and break down something. Yeah, when they when Mason said make him pay on the last day for the for the goose hunting trip, I whoo, <laughs> I felt like I was playing football again. I was ready to go. Do you ever have uh, those songs on your uh, playlist that just somehow bump up your adrenaline? Like it, that's a silly question. Like lose yourself by Eminem. Well, yeah, that's a go-to for a lot of people, but I. I just don't know what it is, but there's just those songs that really hit different or hit hard and uh, certainly get your adrenaline there, going. There was a song I listened to today, and I cannot remember the name of it, but I was like sitting in my office at work, and uh-huh. so I was getting some emails done, and my office is like really quiet. Like, yeah. like I am the youngest in my office by like 25 years, Okay. and it's just like when I'm not there, it's like a ghost town. Yeah. So when I get there, I'm like, <laughs> so I got my own, I'll open my door up and I'll crank some music. I'm like, we have to make, we're all alive in here. We got to be, we got to be rocking. And I was playing, a, I can't remember what it was, this song today, but I had like three of my coworkers message me and they're like, when were you born again? <laughs> I'm like, 
You guys haven't heard this is like a 2010 song, okay? Right. They're like, you know, they're listening to like The Who and stuff like, not that The Who's bad, but no, I understand what you're saying. I just went on a long rant about that, but I do get it. Hey, we do things different around here. We're good at going on rants. I'm vibing with you. <laughs> Dude, we're vibing. Speaking of clothing too, like your your hat's fire. What about this shirt, man? That shirt? Yeah. I said when I walked in the, the room, I was like, that's a dope shirt. Yeah. Like, it's got a little bit of, like, a, like a like a Christmas vibe. Oh, I but, typically but wear it around Let Christmas me finish. Time. I'm sorry. But it's also got a little bit of, like, I could go out to a cool restaurant on the beach mm-hmm. that's a little chilly. Yeah. And kind of set this tone, like, set this statement. I don't know if you thought it through that much, but I was imagining you in, like, coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. Some overcast skies. <laughs> okay. With that shirt on. And people be like, man, this dude likes to ski, but he also likes to drink cocktails <laughs> on Coastal Carolina. Fun fact, I don't do either one of those. <laughs> oh, well, we're going to get you skiing soon. <laughs> well, there you is- drink mocktails. Yeah, that's true. I, I can. But uh, the reason why I brought that up is, you know, we did drop our website the other week and uh, we are working on some prototypes and we want to upload some of our. Our merchandise. Uh, we want to have a a drop maybe sometime in the uh, month of March. Limited inventory, but uh, we want to uh, push some uh, some merch. We want you guys to be wearing unscripted exchanges out and about. So, uh, if you've got any ideas or wants, please send us a message. Reach out because obviously we're going to make a lot of different things available, but. Any input you guys would have on maybe cool hats, funny socks, shirts, sweatshirts, you know, knickknacks, you know, whatever it is, we can we can pretty much find it and source it. We're gonna put a uh, some different logos and different kind of designs on it. I'm not going to be doing the designs, you know. So there's a spoiler alert for you. I'll have some input that Hayden will shoot down uh, <laughs> right away. That's my number one job responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, stop it, Jimmy! <laughs> Don't look at me. Uh, but no, we. The, uh, thanks for bringing that up, Hayden. I think, um, I think it's exciting to line these walls with uh, some cool stuff that you know we can we can let our crazy fans, our just wild fans, get a hold of. <laughs> you crazy guys, you! Hey, we're speaking it into existence. We're we're definitely going to get some fan art. Uh, we'll collect it and we'll put it up there, and then we'll certainly you know put our you know knickknacks up there that inspire us. <laughs> I'm gonna get like leopard print pants that say UE like different <laughs> like all over them. Hey. I'm wearing them everywhere with the jack with the magic like jacket. Like <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well. uh I know you had a few topics on your mind, as did I. Do you want to start? Uh, I know we had uh, some conversations before going on air. Or uh, do you want me to... Uh, well, I can share on? one little tidbit. And you guys might think, just for you, listeners and Hayden, because you might even think it too. You're like, man, this dude's like really wise. Because that's what I think about myself sometimes. Just kidding. But you might think, oh, how does like... How is how is it? He, it's not really true that he's actually thinking about this stuff when it's happening. Just to be very clear, I am. I like to analyze situations and understand like how they make me feel. I've always been that way, as well as others are. So, just saying that, very real thoughts and and comments. So I had a story, um, 
and it's not a very great and exciting story, but I Don't hate talk it. Talk it down. Sorry uh, well, it's it's something that I believe in. So it's kind of one of my core beliefs. I love the word relentless, and I love the word persistence. Mm. So there's two words. Uh, they can mean some of the same thing, but uh, relentless is to me um, that ability to go after something full bore and 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 give it your all. Uh, my wife actually one time gave me a compliment about being relentless. She saw this was probably the best compliment she's ever given me. That sounds sad. She saw a big yacht down in Florida, and it said Relentless was the name. And she's like, that should be your boat. And I was like, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I took that as a compliment. So Relentless and Persistence, and those can kind of get intertwined. But this relates to mostly being you know, a combination of the two. I uh, got an email from a – and this is work-related, but I got an email from a, a – I call him Prospect. I've never – actually haven't done a project with him yet – but I had been working on something with her uh, about eight months ago, and we worked through some designs and some different things and kind of got into the culmination of this big project. And they decided at the end of the day that it didn't meet the need. They just didn't get there, and they didn't want to spend any more time on it. And I was like, okay, that was kind of, that was kind of a bummer, but we built a great relationship. Yep. And then fast forward to about the past five or six months, she she had reached out and said, "Hey, let's get together at the beginning of the new year." And then ghosted me. Nothing for six five months straight. Every email, every call, and voicemail, nothing. And a lot of people will take that personally, and a lot of people in life do take that personally. I don't, um, and I've learned to not take that personally. And it's 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 mainly because of two things. A, I know how I am when I get busy and things aren't top of mind, and I don't do it personally, but. Two, it's just because you can't take everything in life. You can't take being ignored personally because if you take being ignored personally, you'll never follow up, and that's where most people make make mistakes is by not, you know, asking something and then not following up on it. So I fast forward to today, and I'm sitting on my computer. I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna give her a call again, and I gave her a call. I'm not gonna name drop on here, and no answer, voicemail. I'm like, okay, great. There's another voicemail, but whatever. Like, you know what? If she, if she, you know, maybe this will get through to her. So I got this long email saying, you know, very nice, drawn out, took a lot of time, basically saying, I got your messages, really appreciate you, want to get back together. All of this stuff that kind of reaffirmed my feeling that, hey, we had a good relationship. But she might not have ever sent that if I hadn't followed up. And I could have gotten in my head and never pursued that because I was so worried about bothering her. Or, or getting under her skin. And I kind of guess, I guess kind of the, the point I'm trying to make is sometimes as people, we like to overanalyze things or we like to overanalyze people, unresponsiveness or, uh, or things of that nature. And a lot of the times it's, it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with what Cole has as, is as a, who I am as a person, what I have. It has everything to do with what she had going on in her world and I can't control that. All I can control is how I address that and how I follow up. So that had nothing to do with me. But a lot of us like to just worry that, okay, I'm following up too much. They must not like me. They must not care. So I'm not going to reach out again. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's a lesson behind that of, you know, if you've got something valuable and, you've, and, you've, and you believe that relationship is there, then the relationship's probably there. If you believe there's value there, the nine times out of ten, there probably is value in that, whatever you're chasing. 
So don't be afraid to keep chasing it till the value shows its ugly head again. Um, I just think that was that was super interesting. I know I kind of went down a wormhole, but I think a lot of us like to stop before we hit that that turning point as in relationships and endeavors. And uh, it was just a nice reminder that I can't control everything, but my initial feelings on that relationship were correct. And if I had stopped following up, it probably wouldn't have gone anywhere because she's busy. She's got stuff going on. I love that story, Cole. It totally embodies uh, what you were kicking things off with, with being relentless and just persistent. Um, I think there's a lot of meaning uh, in that story that people can uh, relate to. Um, The one thing that I wanted to uh, dive into uh, a little bit deeper there is at what point in time, and there's no right or wrong answer, but when do you take things personally versus, again, maybe this person has a million other things on their plate. Uh, let's give them some time. Um, and as you were uh, alluding to, you know, you can only kind of control your response and how you manage that relationship. But are there situations that you think that you should take things a little bit personally? And maybe you don't, but. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there are times when you should take it personally, but then you just address it. Yeah. You know, I'm of the belief that if you feel some sort of way, just express it. Not like a go cuss somebody out because they upset you kind of way. Not like a not like a burn their house down type of way. It's, you <laughs> I, know, hope, like, I hope not. Not not to an extreme, but I've done that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the customers and people, you know, I've I've called out prospects and customers of mine that I thought were wasting my time. And I said, listen, are you spinning me around in circles and putting me off? Right. Or is this going to happen? Because I thought that, and I've said that, and a lot of our, in our day and age, a lot of people don't like to be confrontational. Isn't but, that wild? Yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. People don't like confrontation at all. No, people like <laughs> shy away from it. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's like, and it's that fear of failure or that fear of rejection, right? So right. if you were working on something and you had a great conversation, but then let me ask you this. If you had six conversations over six months with somebody and then it went and then it just kept on and then you had the seventh conversation and the eighth conversation and the ninth conversation and was going absolutely nowhere but they kept telling you like well after one more call like after one more conversation we'll do this and it kept on happening how would you feel like you're getting played like you're getting played and like and so how would you address that i think that as you mentioned you you got to uh address it <laughs> you, got, like, you, you can't beat around the bush you gotta reach out and be like look there's only two ways this goes we're gonna end up locking the deal in uh having a you know a sale or whatever it is specifically um or hey it's just not gonna work out i appreciate it and uh let's move on maybe i'll reach back out in six months from now but let's not keep doing the same thing that we're doing that's it, how i would approach i mean you're a sales no expert. you're it's not even sales it's just life in general like yeah it's uh, you're exactly spot on, but I think um, there is a uh, the point of the story. The point of your question is there a time to take it personally? Yes, but it's how you address it too. So you take that personally. Like that's so important. By yeah, the way, yeah, yeah. You're like you know. Do you, is there a time to take something personally? To take rejection personally, or or being put off? There is a time, and and you'll know it. Usually, you'll know. Like okay, I've hit a point 
where my frustration's bubbling. And because a lot of the time that usually takes there's that that period of like, okay, uh, they just ignore me a couple times or they haven't called me back, whether it's a friend, a family member, and there's a time. And then you get to the point going, now I just feel disrespected. Yeah. Now I feel like I've put a lot of effort into this and I I want to say something. And, and a lot of I the think t- there's some nuance to the situation, there is. Too, by the way. There is. For anyone that's taken that like very literally, like if you, and again, it goes back to communication and your relationships with whomever uh, you're, you're working with. Like, if you've reached out to someone and they haven't initiated a response and you keep sending messages and they're just not responding, I mean, I think it's a little bit goofy to take that personally. Now, if you've had, like you said, six or seven conversations or meetings with them and they've blown you off or they keep saying, well, next next meeting we'll you know, talk about you know, walking XYZ. in this deal or whatever it is, that's where, yeah, you start to say, okay, what is this person's intention? So just wanted to kind of delineate when there are those situations 100%. where if you keep, you know, being persistent, as we said, or, or relentless, um, but again, the other party hasn't, you know, responded, then <laughs> there, there's really not much more y- you can do. At least that's my take. Well, you got to be good about just understanding where the value, where the opportunity does lie yeah, and where you're being relentless to be... And, as an idiot, basically, you're being relentless to no avail because you've totally misread the relationship or you thought something was going to happen with anything in life. Like it could be a going on a date and you could have just totally misread the situation and the girl doesn't call you back, but you keep calling her and calling her and you're like, well, you shouldn't be relentless in that case. If she doesn't call you back, that's the situation where like, you're getting ghosted for a few weeks. Like you should probably stop sending text messages. Got to let you. Got to let it. Go. You got to let. And I respect the, the the women out there from my perspective that, that respond. Just, yeah, that are just like, hey, this isn't going to work out, but I appreciate it. And you, yeah, you, so you move on. <laughs> there's relationships like that, but I uh, I'm a little bit bullish bullish in in aggressive in my uh, approach to being transparent with people. I'm going to be transparent with you. Like I've had sales and this is for business. I've had salespeople call me over and over and over again, like zoom info, zoom info. Please stop calling me. If you're listening to this, I've told you guys 15 times, I don't want to buy your product in every way possible, but zoom info. Perfect example. I've had in the past six or seven months, I've had six different salespeople call me and they'll get on the phone with me and they'll say, and they call me on my cell phone and Every single one, I have literally said, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm in sales. You're in sales, right? I understand what it's like to be lied to. I'm going to tell you the truth right now. There is no way on God's green earth I am going to buy your product now or in the near future. I do not want it. It is It is not something I need. I will not use it, nor will anybody at my company. This is a dead end Please, please, please take me seriously. I'm being honest with you because I wish prospects told me this too. Mm-hmm. Five years ago when I was calling th- a thousand people a week yeah. and people would say, yeah, call me here, call me then. They were all liars. Yeah, it's an excuse. It's an excuse. And we talked about excuses on what was it? Episode 12 or 13? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I've, <laughs> this is a good example of like, I seriously sat there and, and I was being honest. I said, I'm, I'm telling you. You're doing a job. I don't want it. Don't like, guess what happens every month. I, I call. St- still get a call. 
asking if I'm interested, seeing that I talked to one of their call. I'm like, did your colleague put in any of the notes? So you engage a hundred percent, but why? You've already let them know where you stand because because I'm trying to teach. I'm I'm hoping they learn a lesson one day, and I'm a nice person, and I'm in sales, so I understand that probably this poor sob didn't get the message from the last one, and I've engaged I, I, every time. It doesn't. It takes me five minutes to tell them absolutely not, and then I tell the next one, "Hey, you, your predecessor clearly didn't learn." So I'll tell you again, I don't want your product. Hopefully, they're recording this phone call. So you guys can practice your sales pitches because this is a really bad person to prospect with. So I'd handle that a little bit differently. And do it ignore it? No, I Dude, won't. if you ignore hold on, them. Hold on. I would do what you just did where you let them know, look, I'm honest. I, I'm brutally honest. I, I'm honest too. But I want to keep engaging with them as they they keep reaching back out. I would just block them. It's not it's not worth it. They my call time. me from different numbers, that's the problem. Well, I, you're right. You've got a different perspective than I do cuz yeah. Dude, you no, you don't know when to take a call versus when not to. Like if it's a ra- if it's a random dude, number, get, I won't I won't take the call. Yeah, see, but I'm and in sales. And when you're calling me too, I'm blocking you yeah. half the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in sales, so yeah, I'm like right. I'm like point. every phone call that comes in that I don't it recognize the number. Yeah. Could be a customer or prospect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's where they get you. That's where they get you. That's where they con the system. Oh, Zoom info. Please. Well, I guess in that context, though, as soon as they uh, mention it's company X, Y, and Z, and it's the same company that you're like, look, I'm not doing business with you, or you've already mentioned that, you just leave it at that, and you hang up. I have fun with it, too. I, I, right. That's what I wanted to tease yeah. out. Like, you have to be uh, getting off or something. To, I have a little fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just kind of like, especially when they try to repitch me. After I say every single one does it, I'll be like, there's no way I'm going to buy your product. I will never buy your product. Well, is it price a problem? I'll be like, there's no, like, just, I'm not going to be like, but sir, let me get you set up with a demo. I'm like, for the love of God, stop, stop it, please. <laughs> but it's like, so I kind of do get a kick out of it because it's like, they're being relentless and there's a balance between being relentless and also just like, you can't be so relentless that you put you put earplugs in and don't listen. Right. Like if you're going, if you're trying to go do something, and whatever you're trying to do, you're told like that's not possible. This won't happen. Now, granted, it's, but like let's say you want to go buy a, a forty thousand dollar car, and they tell you they want to spend forty thousand dollars a car, and they tell you it's a seventy five thousand dollar car. <laughs> There's no amount of relentlessness is going to get that seventy five thousand dollar car down to a forty thousand dollar car. Unless you rob a bank. Unless you rob... Well, I'm, I'm saying like... No, no you, I'm just... Unless you bring silly. your budget up. Yeah, right, right. So you could sit there and beat your head against the wall all day. Yep. So I'm just... I'm making a, an analogy here. I like that. Uh, but there's some things in life that like take it how it is. Yep. Move on. Being relentless, relentless and persistent will do you absolutely no good. There's other things in life that being relentless and persistent and staying after it um, will, will pay dividends. So uh, again... I think you know the Zoom info guy. I guarantee you, I get. Oh, this is karma. Hey, next, I'm gonna get next a call time tomorrow. they call you, yeah, let them know that there is something that they can do to make should it. I, say you want that relentless I, yacht. You or know something. what I should do <laughs> is I should get a, I should get get them to schedule a call with me while we're on the podcast. Yeah, there we go. And then we'd be like, hey, just so you know, and everybody that listens, you guys will not stop calling me. <laughs> These letters look so good. That might uh, drive some of the viewers away, so I don't know about that. I hope not. 
If I haven't driven them away already, we're doing good. We are. We're we're crushing it over so, here. So so you said so anyways, I've been going on in circles, but you you had some stuff that you wanted to talk about tonight. And I'd like to hear Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, buddy? I'm, Tell me what you want to talk I'm about. I'm living the dream over here trying to. Um first off, I am totally on the same page with you with just being transparent and open with people. I operate that way at uh work and just in, in life too. Um I don't know what it is, but it it seems like a lot of people are afraid to to speak their mind and there are certainly situations where it gets pretty dicey yeah but yeah you just gotta learn like telling people sometimes that the tough well, news yeah i mean and by no means are we saying like go say we're that. not perfect either there's been times where we've probably tiptoed around stuff but more times than not people are gonna know where you know they stand with me and vice like i want open communication yeah. that's why you and i get along so well we're gonna have listeners that are gonna think it's okay to go sitting in an office being like shut the fuck up you're an idiot like we're not saying you no, know, we're not, we're not like saying that. we're not saying go be that brutally honest right we're saying be transparent and honest in situations where it's merited um and obviously like there are things that you hold to yourself we're not saying voice all of your opinions about everybody we're saying be honest and be trained and be open and share that you know, that's the thing there's a way to be honest but not disrespectful exactly which is what you're saying yeah you don't want to be cursing someone out or cussing someone out uh it's not always what you say but how you say yeah it. um so yeah we're, we're beating a dead horse there but something that i've been thinking about cole is uh hit me and this is something that we uh, had a streak going for. It was the Cincinnati Bengals, and we haven't talked about them for uh, a couple of episodes. But basically where I'm going with this is, and we can tie some of our personal uh, projects and business life into this, but they just fell short of their goal. Mm-hmm. They essentially have to, or quote-unquote, start over. How do you start over, whether that's in business, in life, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, like what mindset do you need to have? Like, where do you begin? Um, I know that's kind of a multiple question there, but really the topic is like, where do you begin when either you just fall short of your goal or you reach your goal? Then the next, you know, thing is, well, what's next? Well, define starting over. Well, again, it depends on the context of the situation, um, but starting over could be uh, literally blank slate. Um, you got to scrap what you were doing in the past because maybe uh, you know a client or a lead that you were working with ended up leaving the company, um, or you know a project was uh, defunded. Um, I mean, there's a million different situations uh, for how you could define that. So, I mean, well, I'm, I, I was asking you that because I don't think you're ever starting over. I think you, I, I just think that's a uh, and not the right way to look at it because even if you look at the sense, and so I'm disagree. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm no, just you look, don't need to disagree. Listen, I, I'm looking at it from a different answer. angle. Yeah, of starting over to me. You're basically telling me to change my attitude and mindset. A little bit. A little bit. No, I I love that. Keep going. So starting over to me means that you haven't gotten anywhere. Like you're scrapping. If you're starting over, you're scrapping everything you've learned. And right. And so like every time you 
fail or something doesn't go right, you've learned some more along the way. So you have this experience. So you're really not starting over because the Bengals, right, this year, for example, they went to the Super Bowl. They figured out they've got a great franchise quarterback. Mm -hmm. They have an unbelievable receiving core. They've got all this new talent. Their coach knows what he's doing. They've got a good locker room. So they go, they got a great running back. Well, right. And so these are things they didn't know. They kind of knew, but they didn't really know. I mean, they they, they hoped. Mm-hmm. They were hoping for it. Yep. They believed that they could be that. But now they know they've got that, right? So going into the next year, this next year, they don't hope that stuff anymore. They know. They know we've got a franchise quarterback. They know we've got a great running back. They know we've got a great receiving core. They know they've got great team around the locker room. They know their coach. So now, where do you start from? You're not really starting over. You've got to. You've got some things you need to fix. You've got some things you need to learn on. But yes, the season's over. Are they starting at zero and zero and zero? Absolutely. But are they starting over? No, they've learned a lot. So I think in any aspect of life. Um, I'm tying life lessons in here left and right, Hayden. Uh, but I, I believe that any aspect in life, once you've gone through something, starting over isn't necessary. Like, isn't necessarily in that context. What I, the way I would put it, I would say you're starting something new, or you've got a new, you know. But starting over would entail that you haven't learned anything, and you're starting from. I look at starting starting over as like, you know. I've got no experience in this. So if I were to go, um, I'm going from sales to being an engineer, I'd be starting my career over. I know nothing about engineering. I know a little bit because I ran an aquaculture state, but I'm not a mechanical engineer. I really would be starting over in my career. But again, I've learned a lot about working with people and I've learned a lot about myself. So am I really starting over that much? No, I've got a lot of tools to work with already. Okay, I, I like that a lot. I, I'm gonna weigh in and, and try to answer my my own question there, and maybe, yeah, poor poor choice of words. Um, Not poor choice. Of, it's uh, just my starting over. My opinion on it. Yeah, but I'm talking about, and you kind of asked me like, what what is your definition, or what do you mean by that? And I, I'm kind of backtracking here. Starting over is in my mind like each week is a new opportunity. Mm-hmm. You're quote unquote, maybe starting over, you could use, you know, that phrase there. Um, and, and for me, it's starting with the right, again, mindset, you're not necessarily starting over, you need to take the wins from the previous week, and parlay that mm-hmm. into, you know, this new week, you want that momentum to continue to build. How do you do that? Or how do I do that? It's writing things out. I know that sounds very basic. Uh, not anything too uh, insightful, but again, just the power of writing things out or planning. Hey, I still need to get to my ultimate goal of X. In order to get there this week, I need to do all of these mini milestones to continue to help me march towards, you know, that true North Star. All right. So that's kind of how. I approach things uh, from like a business setting um, or even just personal goals with fitness. Like, hey, I need to run 100 miles this week. And I just threw out a random number there. Okay, how am I going to get to 100 miles? Well, if you do just some math there, you got seven days in a week. 
you break that out over, you know, those seven days and it could be, you know, I'm going to do my first two days is my big runs at 15 miles each. So I'd be up to 30 miles and then you got what, 70 miles left. And then you could divvy up the remaining portion over the remaining, uh, four days uh, or five days of the week. Right. Um, and I know that's just a very specific example, but again, the point being is, recognizing where you are and where you want to go and putting that plan uh, of action in place. And the Bengals was just, you know, that example as well. And I I loved your answer. Like they're not necessarily starting over in certain contexts. They are like Mm -hmm. their record. Yeah. It's brand new season, but yeah, they're going to build upon what they learned. As you said, they've got a great core of young players, um, both on the offensive side and defensive side. Uh, they probably need to make a few adjustments here. Um, but, you know, they're recognizing what those opportunities are, and they're going to go out and try to fix those here in the offseason. Um, so just wanted to tap into that parallel there with the Bengals mm-hmm. and then just personal life. So I like that. I like that a lot because I think there's two sides of that that – you know, we had my kind of view on it, on what I, how I and, and what's interesting, Hayden, is what's really neat is to like sitting in this here, sitting here talking to you, mm-hmm. is to hear how our brains like process questions and process things, right? Because when I heard starting over, my brain processed it one way. Yeah. So my reaction was. Like that? No, 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 no! You're not starting over. Yeah. And you meant it in a different in a different context of like you weren't necessarily saying like don't take the experience, but you were saying look at it like I'm looking at it from the side of each day's a chance to start over and get better. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting how your brain like, and I don't know how that works, right? But your our brains like process things differently. It's kind of neat. Um, I did see this this. Uh, interesting video on Instagram. I think I shared it with you. It was something about motivation. And I want to ask you about this. So how much of your daily routine or your daily, when you have a great day and you have a great week, how much of that is because you're so motivated or because you've built a good routine? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think it's a combination of both to be honest. Uh, you got to have good habits if you want to achieve great things. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, just having some, uh, daily habits that are ingrained in your, your schedule, some things that are just baked into your subconscious, uh, such as, okay, I'm rolling out of bed. First thing that I do is I make my bed. I know it's super basic, but that just gets me going. That's that's how I build my my momentum. That's mm-hmm. my first win of the day, and then that keeps me, you know, going. What what's next? Uh, it's you know brushing my teeth, uh, getting ready for the day, uh, looking at my calendar. Which sometimes the night before I I prepare and I need to do this more. Um, getting ready for for the meetings uh, that I need to take for the day. But also, uh, since I'm big into fitness, and I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, but finding, okay, 
I've got this two hour block of time around the lunch hour. What do I need to get done in the weight room today? Um, and yeah, how do I tap into motivation or inspiration? You know, some of that I think is, uh, internal. Um, there's just certain things that motivate me, uh, memories of things that could drive you. Mm -hmm. Um, or yeah, there's those external, uh, forces or resources such as Instagram. There's a lot of good stuff out there, um, that can provide uplifts, um, and and help you, uh, get through, uh, the day. Um, so that's kind of how I approach things. I don't know if I really answered your question or not, but (laughs) You didn't, uh, but the question, I mean, I guess you could, you could answer probably pretty quickly. I mean, the, the, you did, you talked about how, I think you answered part of it, but I, mean, I guess the, the question I was really getting, trying to get out of you, the answer is, because I don't, I didn't really think of this ever too much. Um, I used to have a big problem with it, and this is why I asked the question of, you know, when you have those days where you're just exhausted and you don't feel like doing stuff, and then you get on social media or you think compare yourself to somebody else or you think about, well, like I had was really great motivated yesterday, but I'm not that motivated today. And, and you're like, well, how are other people motivated every single day? I've asked myself that before. Like, how are they so motivated? Right. I don't and think they're any more motivated than you and I are. Exactly though. my point. But they've got, it's not, that's my point. Tricks to my point is, is like building consistent habits. I believe. Yeah. Um, outweigh that motivation factor because if you've gotten, consistent habits that are beneficial and positive uh you're not relying so heavily on that that uh that boost of of serotonin in your brain going oh i'm motivated today i'm ready like if you got consistent habits they're going to help make you successful so you're not relying too much on that like i'm gonna take on the world feeling like you don't have to feel that every day yeah for sure because it's hard it's hard to like i mean I have to put myself in a mindset, but it is. It's hard to be like to get out every single day when you're on that grind. But that's where those habits and that that like you said, those those right things that help you get wins, that's where like you don't have to just go listen to ACDC, you know, highway to hell to get pumped up for the day. You're 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 doing things that are helping you get there, but you don't necessarily need to be that jacked up for every single thing. Totally. I I love that call out. I mean, look, there's going to be certain days where, you know, I roll out of bed and yeah, it's just like, shit, I got to get going, but I don't want to get going. And you got to find a way. Um, Again, nothing too insightful there, but (laughs) sometimes it's literally just, you know, pushing through. um, And sometimes you might not be inspired um, to start your day. But again, there could be those reminders that are like, okay, it could be a, a photo of your your daughter uh, on your desk as you're working or putting in those long hours. And it's like, wow, this this is my why. This is why I'm spending this extra time putting together this business plan um, or spending you know these late nights. Podcasting. Uh, podcasting. Yeah, whatever it might be. Um, and basically where I'm trying to go with this is each person has their own reason or their, their why. Um, and not losing that for when you would do have those bad days, um, or days where, yeah, you're just not as motivated. And for me, yeah, when I'm not as motivated as I would like to be, I try to take a mindset of being grateful for what I have, um, because I could always be in a less fortunate situation. 
Um, yeah, every once in a while too, I could go out to the internet or Instagram and find those, you know, very powerful messages or just quotes from people. And sometimes it's just those little 30 second, you know, uh, videos that really just change my mindset like that, um, or attitude or, uh, behavior. And it's like, okay, if they can do it or if they're preaching this, then why can't I do it? Um, and I'm also a big believer in, doing things consistently that might be okay but not great like that's better than doing a lot of great things not as frequently yeah and i know there's a fancier way of uh saying that but i read something recently around that where it's better to be consistently good than to be infrequently great or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah so for me then too, um, with, with working out, like I would rather still work out, you know, almost every day. Now a day or two out of the week might not be as great, but I'd rather still put in that time. Mm -hmm. Um, the workout might again, not be up to my standards, but it's better doing that than not doing it. All right. I, uh, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I, I think for me, I have two things to, to kind of hit off what you said is 100%. There are those days where you're just like, you wake up and you just know that the morning hits different. You wake up and you're just like, well, yesterday I, I felt like, like what, get, take me back to that feeling, but you can't get back to it. Like, you can't. So you're like, oh, this is be a long day, right? Yep. And you still get up and do it. Like you can't, you, you don't sit around. And a lot of the times, for me, I find that that mo- that like ability to make myself get up and start, even though I don't feel like it, right? Whatever it is, whether it's getting up and getting on my computer to get work done, or getting up and helping out with something around the house with my wife, or getting up and and you know going and running an air, whatever it is, something I don't really want to do. Like I have no intention. I'm so demotivated to do it, but I still do it. It has the opposite effect for me, at least. Like I'll be like, I every time I do something I really don't want to do, but I know I need to do it. I have this boost of like, hell yeah, like let's go. Like I, I didn't want to do it, but I still did it, yep. and I feel ten times better for doing it afterwards. So it's like almost motivating me when I get when I'm not motivated to do something, but I still do it because it's like. I did that without being motivated. Like, I did that with no desire. Like, what else am I capable of doing? You know, if I can push through stuff that I have no motivation to do, like, how much can I do when I am motivated to do it? You know what I mean? So, I've definitely, like, and again, I also think um, I've I've struggled with, like, being able to not put a lot of pressure on myself. I'm sure a lot of you listeners can agree, can, can understand this, like, thought of, you know, overanalyzing like the times I do take a break or, you know, watch TV or, you know, don't have a great work day. You're like, well, man, I suck. Or I, you know, I, I should have worked harder. I should have this or that. And it's like, again, to what your point is, it's like, you did it. Even if it wasn't your best work, even if it wasn't the hardest you worked, you still did it on a day that you were down on a day that you weren't, your head really wasn't in the game you still made a bare minimum effort, whether sometimes it's a bare minimum. Sometimes, sometimes like you said, sometimes, you know, it's the workout's going to suck, 
as far as like, you know, your just head's not in it. And maybe it turns a corner, but you're like, okay, I'm going to get my hour workout in. It might not be the best, but it's going to be, I'm going to get it in. And sometimes I've struggled with that. And I realize like now looking back on it as I get older and, and, and have more experiences and realize that better consistent habits help me eliminate that need for all that motivation all the time. Right. That, you know, getting through those days is huge. I mean, I think those tough days are what build character. Yeah, getting through them, getting to the end of that day and saying, like, I still got what I need to get done. I didn't enjoy it. Or it wasn't like I just was down day for me. I didn't do as I didn't do all of it, but I did I did something and I still I, I still went to the gym or I still I didn't call in sick to work because I didn't feel like going in. I still went in. I I had a headache, I took some time on, I got my stuff done. Whatever it was, you didn't let I think it's uh it's a really rewarding feeling when you push through that stuff. Like the more you push through it, like the, the cooler it is. Right. Totally. So yeah. like for the listeners, uh, we've talked about this. I quit drinking. So for any listeners out there, um, about almost 40 days, I think it's like 40 days. Okay. And like, I've been through like several situations where, you know, I was like, I'd call it, a, it's called exposure therapy. You're like basically around other people drinking other, like, in any situation, and like, it was hard at first, but now it's like, man, you don't it, even give it much thought. No, and it's awesome. Like, it's a rewarding feeling yep. that I pushed through something difficult. Uh, so, again, just one of those like things that motivate you in little ways too. Yeah, and one other thing that I'll add around that is, uh, I'm sharing my experiences. A lot of of times when I'm not motivated, it's because. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I think there could be different situations for why you might not be motivated. And that can take, you know, different solutions to overcome that lack of motivation. Or, you know, as I said, pushing through like someone that's, you know, depressed, like that's a different beast, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which we're not going to get into. But for me, more times than not, okay, I- I'm not motivated to, yeah, go on a long run. Uh, because I'm tired. I didn't get as much sleep as I would have liked to, or I'm not feeding my body the food that it needs to. Um, to fuel it. To, exactly. And that's where I kind of recognize, okay, look, you're the only one that's you know making the decision to not get as much sleep as you would like, and two, you're the one that controls what you're putting into your body. So I own those controllables, so it's up to me to, you know, Make sure I'm getting more sleep. I'm eating the right food. But yeah, in the moment, you know, recognizing, okay, that's what I need to do for the next day. But like, what about now? It's again, pushing through. Uh, More times than not, I actually do turn the corner. And I think it's because, yeah, I'm in like a little bit of a, a fog or just tired. And then as soon as I get going, 15 minutes in so then my on. body starts to wake up and i'm talking about this dude, in the context so of working on. out and sometimes even like business work though too. yeah but dude, that's you're like you're hitting the nail on the head of uh, i think like your point the point i'm hearing you make and i clarify is is like a lot of the times we claim demotivation for outside things like you're like well, you know, you go to the gym, you don't have a great workout. Well, it's just like, I'm just not motivated to work out anymore. It's yeah, like, that's bullshit. Maybe you're just tired. Right. Maybe, like, don't, like, overanalyze that. Did you get enough sleep last night? Did you eat lunch? Did you did you have a long work a day at work? It has nothing to do with your motivation. Right. But we, in our heads, we go, 
you know, I don't like, I, I'm not motivated about my job anymore. Well, maybe you've just been losing a lot of uh, opportunities, or maybe you've just been working 12 hour days, or maybe you've been having relationship troubles and that's flowing over into your job. So maybe it has nothing to do with your job. Yep. And sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. 100%. Yep. Yep. But there's always like factors that we like to go, well, I'm just not motivated. And we like to tell ourselves, well, I wish I could be more motivated in this. Or I'm just, I hear people go, man, Cole, you're so motivated. And I'm just like, okay, so are you. Like, do you do things you love? Like, do you enjoy things? I'm not any more motivated. I mean, maybe I am. I don't know. You know, but I think, uh, you know, sometimes you just push through stuff and you can't go and, and you go, well, I'm just not motivated to be in better shape. Well, maybe it's that or maybe it's just like you went into the gym a few times and you were really tired and you answered 75 texts and that's why you didn't get a good workout. So you just thought you were demotivated, but you were distracted. Had nothing to do with your motivation. You're dropping a lot of knowledge bombs over there. Right? Am I right though? Yeah. I mean, you, you made the comment about being tired and 100% I can relate to that. Everyone's tired. Yeah, but I can relate to that like that, okay, you go to the gym, you don't get, you get a great workout one day, right? And you go the next day yeah. and you have a shitty workout and you're like, I had such a great workout yesterday. Like I must not be motivated today. It's like, mm. or you got six hours of sleep because your baby was up three times and you worked all morning and you didn't eat lunch. And exactly. that's why you didn't have a good workout. Not because you're not motivated. Like that had nothing to do with the motivation. Right. And you can't fixate. And I know we, we all do at times like, yeah, those days where you don't have the, the motivation or the, the greatest day. Like, yeah, it's easy to then beat yourself up over it. And someone told me this a couple of years ago because I used to be in my head uh, too too frequently, and I still am from time to time. But you need to be nice to yourself. Mm. Like, don't be such a harsh critic. We can be our biggest fan and our worst critic, and more times than not, we're probably more of a critic. And we're we need to recognize things more as a society. Is yeah, just being more kind to ourselves because that's going to help our mental health. Um, and, and essentially you don't want to be beating yourself up because that's not how you talk to other people in the right. Real world. Right. So why the hell would you that, talk love to that. yourself like yeah. that? And someone like explained that to me like that, or I, you know, I saw a video online and I'm like, wow, it really clicked with me. Now, again, you're still going to have some of those instances where you, you're, that voice in your head, you know, saying stuff that isn't so great, but you got to learn, you know, that, hey, those are just thoughts. And you're not going like, to, why am I beating myself dude, up? Dude, you're, you're not going to go to someone and go, you, you lazy losers. Or why are you calling yourself that? You're right. not going to say, well, you really suck. <laughs> like, you, right. Talk, if you're, talk to yourself how you want to talk, you, you talk to other people. I like that. Well, Words matter too. The power of words. Like yeah. I've I've changed how like I've changed my vocabulary and I'm still changing my vocabulary. Like there's certain things that I'll just no longer use um or I'll frame up things differently. Like again, if you're not feeling motivated, instead of saying I'm not feeling motivated, um you you could say, you know, I'm not having my best day but I get the opportunity mm -hmm. to still push forward. Like when I have those instances where it's like, 
shit, I have to run 15 miles today. I then, the moment I have that like thought, I change it as, oh, I get the opportunity to go out and run 15 miles. Mm-hmm. I could be six feet underground. Right. I mean, I don't know when my time's going to come. If you're not ready to run through brick walls right now, I know while everything you're keeps this, going back to no. Like, it gets fitness. me high. No, yeah. no. I'm saying I didn't mean like literally run. I meant you're yeah. just getting me excited. Like yeah. our listeners get hyped about your lives. Dude, what I'm saying. loving this episode. This is probably our best one, man. Get, get get excited to wake up in the morning, and if you're not, it's okay. You got a day. It's okay to have those days, but. I'm I'm just I'm pumped I'm pumped I'm I got me excited man like we're we're crushing it tonight. I can do like the little shimmy shake you know <laughs> uh, no I think uh, I think our, I think there's there's a lot of just enlightening co- topics and stuff we talked about I for you listeners and and people that are on this journey with us stay after it stay motivated or or find ways to. Uh, complement that motivation with the right habits, the right the right mindset. Um, lean on friends, lean on family, and get after it. Go do things. Go be go be you. I think one thing that we want everybody listening to get out of all of these these interactions between Hayden, myself, and our guest is, you know, there's no what there's no one rhyme or reason to live a healthy, happy life. It's a culmination of of different opinions and topics and values. So get after it, stay happy, live life, be you. Uh, I knew you loved that. I knew you'd love that. Uh, but we really appreciate you guys listening. I think it's uh, about time we wrap it up. What do you think? I think so. Am I signing off? You're signing you off. Kick things off. Yeah. I did the first half of the sign off. The other side. Well, uh, thank you to everyone that has tuned into this episode. We say it, each and every episode but we truly do appreciate you guys giving us your time to uh listen in again a lot of great feedback we're continuing to uh be receptive to that feedback making some changes uh talking about you know certain topics so if you have additional things that you would like us to cover in uh upcoming episodes please don't hesitate to reach out at unscripted exchanges at gmail.com Cole and I have some exciting stuff in the pipelines. We're not going to share everything just yet. I mean, we've touched on a couple of things, but we're going to have some merchandising coming. You can see the studio. We've got some upgrades. I mean, we're constantly evolving around here. And as I say, the best is yet to be. Let's get it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Have a great one. Bye-bye.